RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. So I'm reading from Ian Wishart's post on X on September 1st. Greens co-leader James Shaw has listed a bachelor's degree from Victoria University on his LinkedIn page that he never earned. Having dropped out partway through, he has admitted this previously, so why has he added a BA on LinkedIn that he doesn't have? Answer, James. And then... September 3rd, Ian writes, another post, New Zealand Climate Change Minister and Greens co-leader James Shaw is facing serious questions after revelations that his LinkedIn page lists a university degree he has never been awarded. And he finishes that post by saying Shaw's political career is unlikely to survive the scandal. Ian Wishart joins us this morning on Reality Check Radio. Ian, welcome back. It's nice to have you. Good morning, Paul. Thanks for having me. Okay, so I quoted that first post that I saw. This is where I became aware of it on September 1st. We're almost two weeks into the story. First up, how did you get onto this in the first place? I had somebody uh, alert me to the fact that uh, there might be a discrepancy in the uh, LinkedIn biography with the degree mentioned. Uh, I had put that on the back burner and was just digging around in uh, James Shaw's uh, CV to try and verify exactly what he had done overseas and what he hadn't done. And actually the story began a week earlier in late August um, when we discovered that he had made false uh, pecuniary interest returns to the New Zealand Parliament. He listed an interest in a company called Future Considerations Limited UK, uh, but he didn't declare that he all actually had interests in a company called Future Considerations Group Limited UK, uh, which was part of the ownership structure of this very um, strange consultancy firm over in England that he'd been involved with. And uh, so technically his financial returns to Parliament were wrong. So that started the ball rolling, and uh, that began in in late uh, August. And then we discovered that he'd made a statement to Parliament and was made in speech that he'd actually co-founded uh, Future Considerations uh, Limited in the UK. Uh, and that's what he told Parliament. And when I checked the British company records, we found that, in fact, Future Considerations Limited had started in 2002, and James Shaw didn't start working for them until 2005, and he didn't own a share in that company until 2007. So the mystery of whether he co-founded the company remains <laughs> Lie. By the time we added in the um, the degree from Victoria University that he didn't earn, it was effectively going to the trifecta, three things. Yeah. Okay, so, well, I mean, impressions are one thing. Is this someone who's just talking up a CV, kind of like in an ego way, or or is there a sort of like a constructed method to this to, to create an image of something you're not? Um, do you have a feel for that at all? I don't think James Shaw is a corrupt person per se. I, I'm, I'm not making that accusation. What I do think is that he's very loose with the facts and, like many people, prone to exaggeration and not dotting the I's and crossing the T's. The issue with his academic credentials is becoming steadily more important, however, because it took us a week to get him to... Uh, admit that he didn't have the the degree from Victoria University. And he had to change his LinkedIn page accordingly. But the problem is that he's gone on from Vic to England and 
earned a master's degree in science. Now, a master in science is there's no slug of a degree. And the entry requirements for that master's in science are that you have a, a bachelor's degree with honours. Now, clearly he didn't have one of honours because he didn't have a bachelor's degree at all. So then the question is how they got him, and that's what we're trying to find out now. Yeah, so there'd only be a limited number of, of ways you could achieve what you've just described. I mean, the obvious one is to not not be too forthcoming with the institution, but then they can they can do all the checking and verification and all of that, you would have thought. Well, yeah, this, this is the thing. I, I, he's been awarded the Master of Science by Bath University in the UK. So he's, he's achieved the degree. So, so that's legitimate, Ian. Is that legitimate? He's actually got that qualification. He has that qualification. They've, they've given it to him. The, the issue is, how did he get entry to the course? We know he didn't have a degree. We know he didn't have an honours degree. The only other pathway that Bath offered was, in exceptional circumstances, prior work experience may be taken into account, but it has to be exceptional. So he would have had to write a special application to get into that MSc degree course. And Bath University not disclosed that application unless James Shaw, leader of the Green Party, gives a privacy waiver allowing him to release it. Now, James Shaw told General Lynch on News Hub last week that he had always been very open about his academic record. So in the spirit of that openness on Friday, we sent him an email and it was received by his office asking for privacy waivers so we could clarify the status of his MSc degree in the UK. And now he still hasn't answered. So it's coming up six days. Yeah, you'd think you'd want to get that tidied up pretty quick if uh, if it was flapping in the breeze like that. Um, has he traded on that degree? Well, yeah, he, he, certainly on the, on the MSc he has. He's, he states he's earned it and that he, he has a Master of Science. Uh, as a climate minister, he has, has given him a certain aura of uh, credibility. The question is, is there a reason that he doesn't want to look at the application? Um, that's what we're going to find out. Okay, so you, that, that's quite a uh, emphatic thing you said at that at the end of the last post, the last post. Sounds like Anzac Day um, that I read. Uh, Shaw's political career is unlikely to survive the scandal. Is that your... You kind of got feeling around this because you've you've been involved in enough stories. You've seen plenty. Well, you've got to remember that James Shaw was nearly rolled as Green's co-leader a year or so back. So there is a power struggle and disunity within the Green Party already, and this uh, scandal will not be helping his credibility within the Greens. Even though they're not likely to do anything before the election. The issue is going to be one of whether it drags the party down or whether it's dead by a thousand cuts for, for James Shaw. Because at the moment, every social media post he makes is being attacked over his academic credentials. And the leader of a party can't take that for too long, in my opinion. And there is a bit of talk around that uh, it is a possible combination that National might do some sort of deal or could do some sort of deal with the Greens. So this would surely have, well, this would be in the mix somewhere if that was sort of fermenting. Yeah, well, there's a whole bunch of issues that, that rise up. National would prefer to do business with Dan Shaw rather than 
Davidson. Davidson. Um, who comes from a different angle and Greg uh, Shaw is always seen as the business friendly side of the Green Party. But at the moment, James Shaw has not been able to verify the bona fides of his Master of Science degree from Bath, in other words, the circumstances of how he got it. And that's a pretty serious state of affairs for the leader of the party to be in. Now, the mainstream media and other political leaders are not getting involved in this debate. The political leaders, I suspect, because if you go digging into anybody's TV and politics these days, the more skeletons you're likely to find. Yeah. <laughs> um, the mainstream media, because they're wedded to the Green Party and they don't want anything to damage the Greens' credibility, in my view. Yeah, so they just over- overlook or, or memory hold it or whatever the term, term is. Yeah, well, when you, when you look at it, the admission by James Shaw that his LinkedIn page was false in regard to the qualification of the BA from Victoria University is on the face of it, prima facie an offence under Section 20 of the Summary Offences Act 1981. And it's a strict liability offence. If you make a, a statement or use a statement to the effect that you have a qualification, then you don't. The burden is on you to prove that you actually have the qualification or you get convicted. Now, James Shaw has admitted he did not have the qualification. It's proven that he made the statement. So, technically, the leader of this party could be charged by police with an offence under the Summer Offences Act. Wow, okay. And there's also the fact that, um, depending on whether you support their policies or not, some might say that if their policy sort of agenda was imposed on New Zealanders, life would change, standard of living would decrease, etc., etc. So you want to be sure that someone who's preaching this kind of knows what they're talking about and if it's all a big mystery on how you're such a genius in science, then, well, that's uh, that's awkward, isn't it? Yeah, well, just taking the hypothetical, because we don't know the circumstances of how he got the MSD degree. Well, okay, the longer the longer he goes on not saying anything, let's say, or or or, or fronting yeah, up, fessing well, up. Let, let's just let's just take an imaginary scenario. Let's say that the it, it turns out that he doesn't really have the intellectual firepower to have a science degree because he, he, he made an application that, that was flawed in some respect. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying hypothetically. Yep, got it. Yep. So where does that leave the credibility of, of the Green Party leadership on on anything? Because you then have a, a leader, a co-leader of the party, with not just one false degree, but then a second one that's been taken out of the mix. And... When you are standing for public office, seeking a public salary, exercising absolute power under the public administration, and effectively making changes in everyone's lives, there is a certain measure of transparency that's required and scrutiny. And this is legitimate media scrutiny of the Green Co-Leader. It has to be done. And um, and we'll finish up in just a moment, Ian, but he must have known this thing's you know, simmering away in the background and at any time someone like yourself or whoever gave you the heads up would come along and spot the anomaly and, you know, people would start start digging. That was always a possibility. It's a possibility that you've seen from the media silence over the last three weeks that the media are refusing to cover the story. And so the mainstream media have shown the political colours. They will not give this light of day. James Shaw appears to be relying on that support from the media in order to try and ride this out. 
So it's really a, a story where social media will in the end determine which direction it's going in. Okay, and just a quick uh, comment on, I don't know if the uh, image is doctored or it's real. There's Madame Davidson with some weird thing on the uh, inside of the clothing layer around the waist on the morning that she allegedly got bumped by a motorcycle. So, you know, the the co-leadership of the Greens are kind of, um, well, you wonder. Well, you, you do. And interestingly, James Shaw's caught up in that one as well. He put out a press statement very soon after it happened, uh, an official media statement department saying that Barry McDavidson had been knocked to the ground by a motorcycle and was seeking medical attention. Anyone who's watched the video can see Mara McDavidson was not knocked to the ground. Yep. All right, well, uh, thank you, Ian, for just giving us a few minutes to explain all that. Uh, what do you expect the next part of this will be? What do you reckon? Well, I thought James Shaw told Jenna Lynch on, uh, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday last week, that I've always been open about my academic record. I thought it required on the application on Friday asking him for the privacy waiver so we could clarify the bona fides of his master's of science with Bath University, that the approval will be forthcoming on Friday afternoon. It hasn't been. It has been days. And he has taken social media heat like I've never seen a political reader take. So <laughs> I don't know that it's going to go, but I do know that last week he was forced to alter his LinkedIn page because of social media pressure. It would appear that this story is going to end that way as well. So why would you, yeah, why would you hold off? Why would you not just get it sorted, like, now? Well, that's the thing. Any rational person, I think, would do that, in my view. Um, but we can only wait for James to come to the party and say, yes, go ahead, you can talk to Bath University. Yeah, okay, so so Bath's got no problem if he gives permission. That's the way, that's what they say. Yeah, Bath will release, Bath will release the information if, if James Short provides a private way. Yeah, okay. Ian Wishart, thanks for coming on this morning. Appreciate it. And, and great work, as always. And we look forward, well, kind of waiting for the next chapter of this. Thank you. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.